There's a little secret about Husker Harvest Days hiding in plain sight that you might not know. But we're spilling the beans. Welcome to Around Farm Progress, a podcast that looks at agriculture issues across the country. I'm Willie Vogt, your host and editorial director for Farm Progress. Husker Harvest Days is a big show. In fact, it's the same size as its sibling event, the Farm Progress Show, but just two weeks later. There's a difference here, though, and it involves more than combines running in the field. Farm Progress Events Director Matt Youngman digs in on what sets this event apart from every other farm show in the country. And a key feature he discusses is something that even veteran show attenders like me overlooked, but not this year. Well, Matt Youngman, welcome to Around Farm Progress. Glad to be with you, Willie. You know, it's great. It's like, It seems like days since I've seen you. Yeah, and your voice sounds so much better than it did just not that long ago. That's right. Nothing like third day at the Farm Progress Show. But, you know, we're on to the next big show on our schedule. And I mentioned it uh, before. It's impressive to me that our show team can put together two massive shows in three weeks. And we're moving toward massive show number two. And that, of course, would be Husker Harvest Days, which kicks off on September 13th and runs through the 15th near Grand Island. I'm going to ask the question every farmer's got on their mind because we did not get crop demos in at Farm Progress Show. Am I going to see crops harvested at Husker Harvest Days? You most certainly are. I'm looking out the window of the show office here at some beautiful, mature corn with no green in it whatsoever. Jason says it's, uh, you know, as we record here, Jason says it's about 26 percent. And he thinks that by Tuesday of the show, it's going to be flirting with 20 20 percent. So we're in really, really, really good shape. Uh, for the show. It's been real dry here in Nebraska, as most everybody would know. The the corners, the pivot corners are all burned up, but the but the actual demo corn under pivot looks looks really good. The alfalfa is beautiful too. Um, you know, just everything that we need to, to, to shape things up is in place. We're going to fire the dryer here uh, pretty quick. We're going to run the first set of corn today and, and, and fire the dryer up, get it running and start laying some hay down so that those exhibitors have something to tune up on. You know, about half of the crop comes off before the sh- before anybody ever comes through the gates just to get the machines tuned and everything in place. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that we don't just fire up the combines on Tuesday morning and run. <laughs> There's yep. a lot of prep work, right? Any Anybody who's had, any, had anything to do with a brand new piece of equipment right out of the factory knows that it doesn't just roll out there set and ready to go. It needs to get some get some time on it, get things shined up, uh, get the adjustments done. And and so, you know, it, it's th- this stuff is we're, we're primed and all ready to go. Well, you're putting them into pretty really nice corn. And it was good to hear that uh, the alfalfa cuttings came off all at the right time. So the hay demos are going to look really good, too. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And we're, we're going to get we're going to get a little little shower to green things up around here. And, and it's it's going to look really, really pretty on opening day. Of course, it's been really nice since the big upgrade to the show site on the exhibit field as well, which I think. Um, people who've been in the last couple of years have been able to enjoy, and I enjoy the big change. But let's talk about uh, the. Uh, we'll get back to demos in a minute. I'm going to talk about the exhibitors this year. Uh, we've got 60 new exhibitors at this site, and I think also though, when I get there, if I've been coming every couple of years or every year, it's going to look different this year, right? It is uh, a lot of your a lot of your old friends in new places, and some new friends in new places, and and it's it's been quite a, a shuffle of moving things around. Big Iron is doing a big auction up on the north end of the grounds. Uh, new Holland has moved next to Case IH, which opened up a spot on Central Avenue. 
for Bex, who's a, a new seed company to to Nebraska. You know, it, those of us that are east of here, it's not new, and and we've known the Beck family, Bex family for a long time. But um, you know, glad to see them making the push into Nebraska. They've got a really nice plot on the walkway in on the south side of the show site, and um, you know, it, it it a lot of other shuffling, a lot of people moving around. Uh, precision planting moving over into the agco footprint uh just just a, just a lot of that kind of thing well that's cool because well that'll make it exciting you know you just can't finding your friends will be more interesting this year but that good news is if you go to huskerharvestdays.com and click on map your show you can plan your whole time at the show right yes yes you most certainly can and with 600 exhibitors and almost 70 of them being brand new you know 10 percent of the exhibit field 10% of every building, every tent, every street has got somebody new on it, which is exciting. And it's it's new, as we mentioned, seed companies, it's new cattle handling things, it's new feed, crop protection, irrigation componentry, every everything that a, that a grower here in the Western Corn Belt would need, uh, whether you're livestock or, or crop or both, there's, there's kind of something new. So I would encourage everybody to just walk the pattern, walk the grid. Uh, it's, it's, it's five, six miles of, of walking, which nobody, nobody minds getting their steps in and, and seeing the whole show. That's a wellness message, I guess. You can come to Husker and get your steps in, which, you know, we promote that as well. I think that's one thing I want to talk about on the sustainability side. All the power for Husker Harvest Days is uh, essentially provided from renewable sources, right? It is. It is. We we as a as a company, all of our events, uh, we purchase the offsets so that we're we're able to confidently say that all of the energy that's being used is coming through renewable sources. And then, you know, you can take that sustainability story several steps further when you look at the fact that that the the diesel engines running out here are running on B20 and the food stands are all done by nonprofit organizations, mostly schools. Uh, supporting their booster clubs or or other projects that their schools are doing, um, you know, they're, they're, everywhere you look, there's a there's an FFA benefit. Um, uh, several exhibitors are doing new ones this year, so not just the the standby Titan Graham tire FFA. There's there's others that are that are doing auctions or doing fundraisers of some kind to help school programs. So we're having a significant impact on the local community as well as the region, right? Yeah, you think of, of, you know, between the state fair being here just not that long ago and Husker Harvest Days, the hotels are full, the restaurants are full. Uh, it's really good for the local economy and it, it stretches beyond Grand Island. It stretches beyond Hall County. All of central Nebraska is impacted by the, the money that's coming into town from these exhibitors. It, that's where pri- the primary financial impact comes from, is from the exhibitors that are uh, coming and staying in the hotels and eating in the restaurants, but you know, not to mention the thousands and thousands of visitors that are coming through and, and buying gas and, and everything else. Well, that's important. And I think that uh, we, we often don't think about it. We think about, we need to put the show on, but all these people who play, take part, both of our support of our exhibitors, as well as the local community groups. And, you know, I have my favorite foods on site, but uh, you've got your stands and uh, where you go to get good support. So it's great yeah. here. One of the things, you know, you talked about a little bit about the crops and everything's ready for demos. When I talk, when I think about Husker Harvest Days and I start thinking about it through my head, there are a lot of demonstrations at this show. There are. And, and you know, I think you and I kind of touched on that 
in a in a previous interview that we did. But if you think about the the action that is occurring, you you think about the combine demo and maybe the tillage demo and maybe the cattle handling demo, but add to that the haying demonstrations, the autonomy, the sprayer drones, the stock dogs, the stock dog demonstration, the horse gentling that Ron Canodal does. There, there's just action going on all over the show site. There's there's something to watch, something to see, something to learn around every corner. Well, you know, and I we talk about the cattle handling demos and over the years as I've come to make my way up there and watch them, um, that's fascinating to me. And I think any crop only people who've been to Husker and kind of shy away from that north end, well, I don't have cows, go up there. Watch the demos. Listen to Doc Joe talk about what you're seeing. There's stuff going on in cattle shoots that'll blow your mind. And we're actually processing cattle. We're not just putting a cow in a chute and then opening the door. We're putting them in. We're vaccinating them and, uh, you know, and uh, putting implants in and then kicking them out. Those cattle are ready to go back into the pro- the production process uh, when they come out of the chute, right? Yep. And the 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 cattleman that we work with, the gentleman who provides the cattle for this, he's he's been with us since the beginning of the cattle demos. Uh, the Cornelius family has been providing livestock for this, and, and it's part of their operation. They just know that they've got this set that they keep back, and they're going to get processed rather than at his place. They're going to get processed here, and, and Doc Joe's overseeing it and explaining what you're what you're seeing, and it's a, it, it's a really educational thing. If, if you have not you know, if, if if your last experience with livestock was maybe a show calf back in high school, it's it's pretty impressive to see how they handle these these livestock so safely and efficiently. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And the cattle are quite often quite calm coming out of the shoots, although there's always a couple that like to to leap their way to freedom, as they call it. The, yes. <laughs> between the cattle demos uh, for those beef producers listening to, to this, um, we do have three really strong beef related presentations, including our longtime columnist and uh, beef producer and beef magazine, Doug Ferguson, who'll be along to talk about um, his sell-by marketing. We've also got Eric Bailey coming from the University of Missouri to discuss feed issues and Mary Dronowski coming from the University of Nebraska, also to discuss different opportunities for your beef operations. So that's the cool part. We have a day of stuff and also out in the field. You know, you mentioned when we talk about all the demos, the, the uh, autonomy demo in 2021, Raven delivered its first OmniPower machine to Frenchman Valley Co-op at Husker Harvest Days. So that is so cool to have that actually, you know, the the commercial the commercial undertaking happen here at Husker Harvest Days. And, and, you know, they've had that thing for a year and I'm sure they'll be back. And now Raven has a new piece that they're going to demo. I just saw it come in on the truck uh, yesterday afternoon and everything's every, everything for that demo is is underway. I've been working with them. We're going to start pulling the corn off so that they can start laying that out and planning it here very, very soon. And also, if you've got sprayer drones and you've never seen a sprayer drone run, you need to make it out toward the – they'll be in the same area, right? Yeah. Autonomy area. Outside of the northeast corner of the showgrounds, uh, gate eight up there. Yeah. I mean, that – watching those sprayer drones and they run uh, they run two at a time in a kind of a swarm thing. So there's some really cool stuff to see when those those machines are operating too as well. So, Matt, anything else that I need to know? If I'm coming to the show, either as a veteran to Husker Harvest Days or maybe I'm a first timer. I just moved to to the region and want to come up and check it out. 
I would put the food at Husker Harvest Days up against, up against about any outdoor event. It you know we don't we don't have elephant ears and cotton candy and that kind of thing, but the food is what farmers want to eat, and it is really really good. And the breakfast sandwich at the pork place, and the you know the the beef sandwich uh, from the Grand Island from the Grand Island High, and a couple other hot spots. The one other thing that I'd mention is that the dairy science program from UNL, from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, is bringing out their trailer. So they're going to be selling University of Nebraska ice cream across the street from the UNL building. Uh, That's going to be kind of a fun addition. And we might have a late entry with somebody sampling bacon uh, that you can that you can go and find or you can smell your way to. You. You had me at bacon. I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> the other one, I my favorites also, when you talk about food, you get a ribeye sandwich. I also like going to the Hula Hut because they always have a good pulled chicken sandwich. It's amazing. There's just great food all over the show site, which is a which is kind of a nice thing. So yeah. when you think about it, because if you're going to walk five miles, you better eat. Just saying. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting ready to get we're right on the cusp of harvest. So. Get your team together, have one last little team building event before you all get frustrated with the grain cart operator for the rest of the next six weeks. Obviously, the place to go is HuskerHarvestDays.com, and that's where you can get your tickets in advance, and there'll be scanning tickets at the gate so you could even buy them the day of the show. You also save money if you do buy them online, right? Yes, you do. You buy them for $10 instead of $15 at the gate. And if, you know, if you've got your Farm Progress publication, you can also tear off your cover wrap and bring that in. And that'll also get you five dollars off if you're going to pay cash at the gate, get in for ten dollars instead of 15. If you want to bargain, that's where you start. And it's always good. And also the show site includes, like I said, map your show, which if you register for that for free and you can use it on your phone, you can kind of plot your day and make sure you make all your spaces and don't miss anybody. Everybody's on there listed by product category as well as company name. And with the 70 new exhibitors, you might want to check that out before you show up. Matt Youngman, great to talk to you at uh, Round Farm Progress. Looking forward to seeing you at Husker Harvest Days next week. Thanks, Willie. More demonstrations than any other farm show. Who would have thought? Big equipment at work, but there's so much more. And Matt's right. The food at this event is some of the best I get at any farm show. In fact, I'm getting hungry just thinking about my trip to Grand Island. Thanks to Matt Youngman for sharing some time, even as he was wrapping up preparation for the show. Husker Harvest Days runs September 13th to 15th. Gates open at 8 a.m. each day, and you can learn a lot more at huskerharvestdays.com and buy your tickets in advance too. And remember, there is a discount for that online purchase. To make sure you don't miss an episode of this podcast, be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, and more. And if you have a smart speaker, all you have to do is tell it to listen to Around Farm Progress and you'll hear the latest episode. Farm Progress is the nation's leading agriculture information source with 17 state and regional brands, as well as Farm Futures, Beef, National Hog Farmer, and Feedstuffs. And our events, including the just-finished Farm Progress Show, Husker Harvest Days, and the New York Farm Show. Join us next week as we continue our agriculture journey around the country. I'm Willie Vogt, Editorial Director at Farm Progress. Thanks for listening.